start falling back in love with your spouse. Episode 85. Welcome to the Awaken You podcast, where we break down relationship barriers by awakening your true you. I'm Coach Christine, and the two of us will be doing this work together because this process isn't about changing your partner. It's about discovering who you are so you can awaken you in your marriage. Welcome, Awaken You listeners. Welcome to another week of bringing more of what you want into your intimate relationship. To begin, let's take a look at that relationship goal you set for yourself way back at the beginning of this month. I don't know, September has been quite the month for me. I don't know about all of you. Let's ask ourselves a few questions about how it has been going, okay? So for those of you that are possibly new to the podcast. I won't get too deep into the details, but I have been using the episode as a way for us to be intentional with the things that we want to work on in our marriage. This week being, first of all, the last week of the month, I want you to not only do apply these questions to the past week, I want you to actually apply these questions to the whole month so that you can get a really good outlook as to the progress you have made this month. It's so easy to just keep moving forward and not really celebrate our wins. But the momentum we want to keep moving forward comes from celebrating and noting what it is that we actually have done. So this week, I want you to write down the things that you have done this past week to move you forward closer to that goal that you set at the beginning of this month. I want you to think of three things that you did just this past week. And then after you write those three things down, I want you to take some time to close your eyes and go into your body and get familiar with how it feels to have accomplished these three amazing things this past week. And then do the same thing for the month. Three of your top accomplishments towards that goal. Then I want you to write down one way you maybe have hidden from taking an action you wanted to take towards that goal. It takes some time to write about why you did that. Why did you avoid that action? What was going on inside of you? And you can do the same thing for the month. Overall, when you look at the month, what was the biggest thing kind of hanging out in the back of your mind that you wanted to do that you didn't follow through on? And then the last thing I want you to do is I want you to think of what you can do this week, because we still have some time left in this month. What can you do this week to make amazing progress towards that goal? And then 
I also want to suggest that if you find yourself struggling with following through on taking the actions that you want to take towards your goal in your marriage or your relationship with yourself, this is what the mini session, that free mini session that I offer you can be utilized for. So a lot of people are like, what is a mini session? Why would I book it? And this is a perfect example. You tell yourself you want to do something in your marriage or in your life, and you keep putting it at the end of the list. It seems super important, but at the end of the week, it keeps getting pushed to the end of the list and never gets done. The priority seems important when you start your week off, but then you subconsciously don't attend to it. So in the mini session, I can help you work through that. I can help you see what is going on. Maybe the goal is too big and you haven't broken it up into small enough bite sizes, or maybe there's something going on that's blocking you, some fear, some self-doubt, and this is where we can work on breaking through your own self-sabotage when it comes to creating what you want. Now, secondly, I want to remind you of my free Abundant Love mini course. Go download it, go get it. In this course, I walk you through the work of shifting how you're looking at your marriage. It helps you to uncover what you actually love about your marriage. And then we use what you start to uncover to create more of what you want, more of that love. You actually create your love list. Now, this week, I want to talk about this dynamic that can happen between partners when they get to this place of hardly knowing or understanding each other. A relationship can get to this point when the couple neglects the relationship. And I don't mean that in a negative way. What often happens is we don't deal with issues that come up. We just push them away. Oh, we'll get through this. No big deal. Let's just push that behind us. And eventually, we get to this point where we're so disengaged that we don't really know much about that person that we're married to. It's like we're living with them, but I'm not really sure what's going on in their life. We don't really know what is going on in each other's world, and we aren't having substantial conversations where we're opening up to each other and sharing our thoughts, our feelings, our fears, our dreams. We're afraid to actually even share these things because we haven't been doing them. It feels awkward. We feel disconnected, discouraged, and somewhat hopeless to change the relationship dynamic because there seems to be this huge chasm between where we are and where we want to be. We feel like we've grown so far apart that bridging that gap seems impossible. In fact, it seems so impossible that it might be easier to just go out and find somebody else and start all over. (laughs) 
But today I'm going to show you one tool that you can use to help you better understand your spouse and yourself actually, and start doing the work of bridging that gap. Back in episode 37, Love Maps, Getting to Know Your Spouse was the title of that episode. I talked about this process. I went extensively into the process. I talked about a project that you could actually do to um, create what Dr. John Gottman talks about as the process of getting to know your spouse. And it was that process of building what he calls love maps. And he describes it as that solid foundation of what he calls the sound relationship house. So he uses this graphic of a house and the levels of the house are seven principles that he shares in his book, The Seven Principles for Making Marriage Work. And that solid foundation is how well we know our spouse. It's what he calls those love maps. So go back and listen to that episode. I'm not going to get deep into what love maps are here. But what I really want to talk about in this episode is it's one thing to know the concept of building love maps as we're getting to know somebody. But now we have this dynamic of having been with somebody for probably you know, a good 10 plus years when we've gotten to this point where we're so frustrated with our marriage, we feel so disconnected, and then we start doing the research, right? And so maybe we stumble upon um, the Awaken You in Your Marriage podcast and you listen to an episode about love maps and getting to know your spouse. And you're like, well, that's seems a little weird because I don't really know how to start this process after we've been together so long, right? So let's look at the problem that can occur with building love maps at this stage in our relationship. What I have discovered to be the foundational, no pun intended, problem here is that we don't know and love ourselves well enough to share detailed, intimate parts of ourselves. And when we can't share our own parts, we can't go deep with anyone else. Secondly, we're out of practice with sharing, right? So diving into this getting to know you practice feels really awkward. We're unpracticed at the practice. And third, I see a lot of shame come up when people realize how little they really know about their spouse and how little they've been willing to share about themselves. So let's take a look at how we've gotten here. Let's go all the way back to the beginning of the relationship, where at this point, oftentimes we are solely focused on impressing our date, right? Our current spouse. We haven't even done the work of coming to terms with much of our past. We find ourselves only sharing those parts of us that feel safe to share, parts that we felt our spouse would accept. You know, our spouse now at the time, our 
date. We had a weak personal foundation of knowing and loving ourselves. And when we combine that weak personal foundation with our spouses, most likely weak foundation also, because we attract people that are at very similar emotional development levels in our adult life, right? So then we're taking two somewhat weak foundations, personal foundations, we're bringing them together and we're starting our marriage without a solid foundation. Then many years into the marriage, this getting to know each other phase that we somewhat superficially started as we were getting to know each other, that phase fades away as we move our focus to things like building careers, a cozy home, a family, all the shiny objects. And this focus outside of the marriage feels almost like a relief, right? Because you end up getting to a point where you really don't have any more superficial things to talk about. You haven't dealt with those deep issues and you don't want to talk about them with your spouse because you haven't even dealt with them on your own. And so now you can get to the work of feeling better by focusing on other things. We move on to things we think will bring happiness and fulfillment while continuing to avoid what's going on inside of us in our marriage and how we're really feeling. We stop filling in those details of each other's love maps while the little bits we did learn about our spouse, those little superficial things, they fade away. And rightly so, they fade away because they weren't even substantial, right? They were like just little snacks. They weren't big, fulfilling, hearty meals. Then what can often happen is after years of focusing outside of ourselves for that fulfillment, we come to this sort of like, I don't know, maybe we call it a coming to Jesus where we find ourselves empty, lonely, unfulfilled, still striving for something else, and maybe even a little tired frustrated with kind of the rat race and the chasing after of the things. And then we start to notice where our marriage has gotten to, how we feel about our life, how we have all this undealt with stuff that just keeps tumbling around and knocking around inside of us. We're sort of embarrassed to say that we really don't know the one we're married to. So you're at this place where neither of you neither of you know each other very well and it is 100% normal and understandable that you're in this place. The problem is how do you get to where you want to go? Which is having a deeply intimate relationship with your partner. And maybe that's not where you want to go. But if that's not where you want to go, you wouldn't be here. And maybe deeply, you know, deeply intimate can be defined differently by every couple, right? 
but we want to know the one we're married to. We want to understand them. We want to grow together. So the good news of how to rebuild your marital foundation is that it makes sense that we're feeling a bit insecure and hopeless about our relationship because we've lost that intimate connection. That intimate connection comes from deeply exploring our spouse's soul. And my very unscientific discovery comes from my own lived experience as well as what I've learned from my clients, which is that we will often resist getting to know our spouses when we haven't taken the time to do that work for ourselves. We haven't done the work of knowing ourselves intimately, so it's hard to ask intimate questions about our spouse because ultimately that question will come back to us even if they don't ask us. We're going to want to ask that of ourselves, right? So now, even think about the opposite side. Kind of turn this situation around of where we're looking. Go to the place of your partner and consider the possibility that the same might be going on for them. They may be resistant to your inquiries of getting to know them because they don't even know who they are. They haven't taken time over the years to look deeply into themselves. They've been doing the same thing you've been doing, focusing on their career, focusing on their work, focusing maybe on a hobby. So at this point, couples will often seek guidance to figure out how to fall back in love with the one they're with or where one in the couple is so unhappy, they will seek help with their own self-discovery. They're so frustrated with the relationship that they're like, ah, forget it. I'm just going to work on me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dig into my things. This self-discovery helps them find themselves, right? It builds their st- strong foundation. And in the process, they begin to rebuild the foundation of their own marriage. And of course, this is exactly what we do in Awaken You, my one-on-one coaching program. So for myself and so many of the people I work with, we discover so much shame over so much of our past and that creeps into our present. And before we can share ourselves with our spouse, we have to crack ourselves open and take a look at what is inside. Who are we anyway? But if both of you are dedicated to your relationship and willing to take the steps forward towards rebuilding, then it is 100% possible to do so. You don't have to move into a new house or a new relationship. You don't have to throw away everything that you have built up because you have built up quite a bit over the years that you've been together. The process of getting to know your spouse better is a dedication to the marriage and the process of doing your own work of getting to know yourself better. In Gottman's book, he does share a list of 60 great questions, and you can use this list as a starting point. But even better, 
start developing your own list of great questions. As I did this work, I was like, I have no idea what I would ask him, you know? So I would like Google questions to ask your partner. I would use Gottman's book. And then though, as it became more fun, I started to come up with my own great questions. So right now, I'm going to ask you one question. Yes, audience, you. I want you to answer this question I'm going to ask. I want you to answer it for yourself. And then I'm challenging you. (laughs) Text your partner right now, unless you're driving, text them right now and ask them the same question. Ask your partner to guess your answer to the question and then share with them what you think their answer to the question will be. And honestly, if you don't want to guess what their answer would be, or you don't want them to try to guess what your answer is, maybe neither of you know, but it is really about asking them the question, finding out something about your partner, which leads to more conversation, more fun, and some wisdom that you can tuck away because their answers will tell you something about them, right? So the question is, what date was your favorite? So of course, (laughs) we want to stick to your relationship. So what date that we had over the years was your favorite? You share yours and then I'll share mine. Or you can do it however you want. Or this was my favorite date that you and I have had. What was your favorite And you can even word it to the point where it doesn't seem so awkward. Like, hey, honey, I was just thinking about our dates and this one came to mind. What was your favorite date? I'd love to know, right? And then what are three other things that you want to know about your spouse? Come up with some of your own questions, but I'm going to share three to get you started. Okay, and I will share these in the episode notes so you don't have to go back and listen to this. It will be in the show notes. What was your favorite childhood toy or game? I'm going to share mine. Mine was Operation. (laughs) Does that show how old I am? I don't know if that game is still around. Anyway, second question. If you had to go live on a deserted island for a week and you could take one thing with you, What one thing would you take with? That's a tough one for me because I would want to take some paper and a pencil. Maybe I would take my meditation cushion. (laughs) Anyway, okay, third question. What is or was your favorite TV show? I'm going to share my answers because why not? I think these questions are fun. For me, I do not watch TV. I haven't watched TV for years But my favorite TV show from the past was The Jetsons. Not that for sure. Well, totally take me back. But I loved The Jetsons. So anyway, do the same thing over the next three days. And then I want to hear back from you. Send me an email, christine at christinebongiovanni.com. And tell me what you learned about yourself and your spouse. Before I wrap up, I want to share one more thing. Remember. This work is going to feel awkward, but have some fun with me. Do it. 
you might also be quite resistant to this work. And this completely makes sense if you're not used to sharing and you're not feeling all in love with your spouse and you haven't done the work of really exploring yourself and loving yourself because when we don't know ourselves, when we don't love ourselves, what I have found to be true is that we're a bit resistant to hearing other people's joy because it makes us sometimes, okay, not for all of us, but it makes us feel even worse that, you know, we can't even think of anything that um, nobody has ever asked us about ourselves. But have you asked yourself about yourself? So the first place you need to get on board with 100% is with this new relationship that you're going to be building. The one with you and the one with your partner. You need to get 100% on board with rebuilding your marriage. And if you keep thinking about how much your relationship is damaged and if you should even do this rebuilding process somewhere else, then of course this work will, will not feel authentic. And there again is a perfect example of what a free mini coaching session can help you with. Let's talk about why you think your relationship is damaged and whether you should do the work of rebuilding the relationship you're in or if you should leave and start somewhere else, start somewhere new. So get to the place where you're all in on working on your marriage and then just start this practice. Trust me, the awkwardness will go away once you start having fun with the project. Have an amazing week, my loves. Keep this month's goal top of mind and happy hugging. Ciao. Thank you for listening to the Awaken You podcast. If you enjoyed listening, then you have to go check out Awaken You, my one-on-one coaching program where we take all of this material and we apply it to your life. We study it and we take it to your next level so that you can awaken you in your marriage. For any questions, comments, or coaching issues you'd like to hear on the podcast, please visit me on my website and together let's awaken you. Oh,